0: It's time to get vulnerable, everybody. The big fella wasn't here yesterday. I'd taken a day off. I had a mental health day there. I said it. I had a mental health day and it was great for the team here at Positive Radio. My bosses all said, yeah, go for it, man. Do what you do. Do what you need Mm -hmm. to do to be okay. I wasn't okay. Uh, Friday, I was the least okay. For many reasons. Uh, I could go into them, but, I mean, we'd be here for a while because (laughs) we've got a lot on our plates, I think, as human beings, especially in lockdown and when you're a parent. And I've got four kids and Mm -hmm. homeschooling. I've got some physical hurdles that I'm living with. I I fight against my own physical self sometimes with some back issues. And also, there is a specific time of the year where I do get quite emotional, and I'm not going to go into that right now. It's personal reasons and, and... uh, around about my birthday or Father's Day, I get a bit uh, caught up in some stuff. Yeah. And it's, it's just me. It's just my stuff. Everyone's got stuff. Mm-hmm. Everyone's got stuff mm-hmm. that they go through. Everyone either has physical stuff that they're dealing with or mental stuff or emotional stuff. And it's how you deal with that that's important. And that's what we wanted to talk about this morning. So, yes, I had a – Friday, I had a mini panic attack about Friday afternoon and uh, I don't normally have those um, – I'm, I'm was that yet- the
1: first time you'd had a panic attack? Do you think? Or I've had I've times? had a
0: couple. It it was I was with my counsellor, Anne. On Monday, I had an hour with uh, Anne, and and she described that's what it was. For me, it was uh, just a lot of stuff crashing in on top of me mentally and emotionally, yeah. and my heartbeat was elevated. So yeah. you know that moment where you start to uh, get the shakes, and your your heart is in your ears. You can hear your heartbeat yes, bouncing you around hear inside of your head. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I was, I was shaking uncontrollably. I'd moved out to the front yard because oh. that's where I do all of my crying in the front yard. I've established this. That's the only place I tend to go. Because I, I, as a man I'd and a dad, I. sometimes I'd, I'd want to keep that away from the kids. Um, mm-hmm. And it didn't last for very long. It was probably about half an hour, but I just knew I wasn't right and I just knew that I had to do something about it. And I'm the sort of guy, Lucy will attest to this, I'm the typical guy. I don't want to generalise because I think guys have improved in great strides in this area. But normally I'm just... I'm a very practical guy, day by day by day, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, push it all down. Think you're processing it, think you're dealing with it, you're not really dealing with it. And I definitely wasn't dealing with it on Friday. Tried to get some structure around what was going on across the weekend. As I said, massive shout-out to Anne, my counsellor, who's amazing at uh, and sorting me out and uh, also had some time with uh, my Cairo, uh, Quentin, who was a genius. Uh, and also, he should be Cairo slash counsellor as well, Quentin. So mm-hmm. he helped me out on the Monday. And uh, it was just a big weekend of uh, self-care. As a 45-year-old male, I am happy to say that I have not got everything under control. It's easy to listen to Lucy and Kel sometimes and think, look at those guys having fun. On a Tuesday morning, hey, everything's exciting, guys, and did you see the mass Singer last night? But on the inside, like all human beings, there can be a bit of turmoil going on. So so dealing with that sort of stuff is tough. And if you don't deal with it, things start to wear you down, things start to grind you down. And all of a sudden, happy-go-lucky Kel, the normal Kel you hear on the radio isn't uh, exactly what's going on underneath. So I just want to let everyone know it's okay to not be okay and, and still be a fully functioning adult. It, sometimes you have to be. Sometimes you still get through a lot of the normal stuff with not being okay. But there are moments like Friday where I had to stop and I had to say, I'm no use to myself. I'm no use to my kids. And I'm no use to anyone at work until I get on top of some of the stuff that's going on inside of me. I will say that Lucy and Aizen in particular here at the station, have been a huge help letting me do what I had to do across the weekend.
1: Can I just say bravo for speaking about this because you could have come back and just been like, had a day off, guys. It's very rare that um, hosts let audiences into the very depths of their personal lives, uh, which is so incredibly brave and wonderful and real, and I'm really proud of you, especially as a man modelling that kill because I cannot think of many male radio hosts in Melbourne, if any, who are as vulnerable and as open as you. So first of all, let me say well done. Second of all, let me say I think this is a great chat to have about anxiety anxiety and panic attacks, because we all know that many of us suffer from it. And especially during lockdown, this has risen. The statistics are showing that panic attacks and anxiety is on the rise. And so I think you're right, we should talk about this and maybe talk about ways we can work through these. I have had panic attacks and anxiety for the last four years because of my own personal situation, and I had never experienced them before then. And then they became a part of my daily life. And now with a lot of Um, They're very rare, but they pop up from time to time. So I've got a lot of tips that we can chat about and we can open the phone lines about how to move through these times. And I
0: would say straight out of the gate, I've had interactions with a lot of family members and friends that have gone through this sort of situation. And I know for a fact it's not a weakness. If you're going through something like this and you feel like something has gone wrong with you, that is not the case. It's actually just your body saying enough is enough. This Mm -hmm. is too much stress. This is too much emotional baggage. This is too much... Un dealt with stuff and essentially your body is just trying to cope with the stress that you're under.
1: Yes, in fact your body's trying to protect you when you look at it neurologically and physiologically it's giving you all this adrenaline because it thinks something is about to happen because Mm. it's getting that sense from your brain so it floods your body with all this adrenaline going well I'll help you out by giving you all this adrenaline because if it's a dinosaur running after you you'll have all this energy to run off but it's obviously not that but your body then has all this adrenaline surging through it and that's why you have all these raised heart rates and why you feel so panicky because there's a chemical flowing through your body is fascinating when you think about it that way
0: it's no fun so if it's never happened to you it's no fun it does feel like and i'll be honest it does feel like something is wrong with you or something is breaking in you and Mm. essentially maybe something is on a very deep level but hopefully in a good way because once it's happened and you've got yourself back to a safe place you can move forward and try and work out what caused it what's going on and, and try and get some help
1: Natalie and welcome to the show. What would you like to add? Hi, guys. Just
2: wanted to say thank you, Cal. You're so brave and absolutely amazing for talking about this on air and so thank you so
0: much. Thank you Natalie, I appreciate that. It's, it's. I'm really happy to talk about it, I think it's good to talk about it's not easy to talk about for a lot of people but I would much prefer to be involved in a breakfast show on the radio that talks about this sort of stuff every now and then because people that might feel yeah. like they're going through this sort of stuff alone realise that oh, many of us Isn't are dealing that? with stuff where we're not quite right all of the time. What about you Natalie? Yeah um,
2: I'm currently on two weeks leave for mental health as well mm-hmm. and I'm grateful that I've got bosses like you yourself that can accept it and say yep, go for it, you're very supportive so that's great. Mm. I just wanted to mention a couple of books that I found out about for myself as well as my daughter that has panic attacks and anxiety at times and they're two children's books called Hey Warrior and Hey Awesome and um, oh. they talk about, oh, they're just brilliant and um, they talk about why our brain goes through panic attacks and, you know, sometimes the brain thinks that it's protecting us and, you know, whether it's a bunch of lions chasing us or if it's just everyday stuff and doesn't have the difference when it's something that's really scary or something that's just, you know, what we're going through. And, yeah, I found that those two books are really helpful and yeah just trying to get outside Great. in that fresh air.
1: we well, what are your coping tips? Have you gone through this? Is this something that's part of your life? So
2: I was essentially born with anxiety. I have been a very highly anxious person from the get-go and I had no ways of coping with it through most of my life until the last couple of years, particularly over the last two years. Mm. And. I've learnt if it's a really really intense one I try to just deep breathe my way through it through the worst of it but if it's at a point where I can still you know kind of still work as a little bit of a human I put myself in front of something creative that's going to distract my brain so I'll yeah. paint or I'll knit or I'll exercise I'll do something like that that's going to break my brain's focus from what's going on
0: mm to get through it a bit easier. Love it, Chloe. I think, Lucy, that is something similar along your lines, trying to get a focus away from obviously what the panic attack is focused on and uh, and trying mm. to just wind it down as you can, which is really good yeah, advice. Indeed. Thank you, Chloe, and we wish you all the best with your journey in regards to having to deal with that on what seems like a, a daily basis.
1: Michael in Heidelberg West, how are you coping with these things? I
2: see a therapist and they've given me strategies to try and help sort of get out of an episode. I've got borderline personality disorder and post-traumatic stress okay. disorder from an abusive mm-hmm. childhood. Wow. Um, sorry, I'm about to cry. It's fine, Michael. It's okay. Uh, Thank you, thank you for talking about this, guys. So I, I do I do breathing strategies. I count my breath in and out, mm-hmm. through my nose, out through my mouth. I try to separate myself from the situation that I'm in when I start to feel an episode yeah. coming on. Mm-hmm. Things like that help. I've, I've uh, recently separated from my wife due to my traits with the borderline personality disorder. I, I suffer with abandonment issues and mm-hmm. constantly feel like I'm not good enough for anybody or anything. So I'm, I'm currently going through a therapy called DBT, dialytical Behavioural therapy, they teach you strategies to deal with everyday life.
1: Mm. We're we're proud of you for opening up. This is a lot, isn't it? It's a lot and it's heavy and I'm glad you've got... The light to turn to during this, it sounds like you've got some great professionals in your life as well, which is key, Michael. But just know that we're with you in this, mate, and I'm so sorry to hear about that.
0: I'm sure there are people out there in similar circumstances thinking that they're the only ones, knowing now that there Mm. are other people out there dealing with the same stuff and there is help out there. You just have to go and reach out for it.